I acknowledge with respect the unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people whose land I live, work, and play on. Miigwech. This is Umami Conversations, a podcast and community that offers unapologetically honest and therapeutic dialogue through the art of storytelling and mindfulness. I am your host, Agnes Apia, and I and my guests will delve into themes that explore the depths of this human experience. Um, We'll be challenging societal norms and shifting perceptions about issues that are often considered forbidding. This podcast is intended for open-minded women of African descent and their allies who appreciate meaningful conversation and are eager to absorb the wisdom of other women. Please join us as we share our narratives and embrace vulnerability in the effort to create a more compassionate and understanding world. We also kindly ask that you take a moment to leave a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback helps us improve and position us to reach a wider audience. This is Umami Conversation and enjoy this episode. Blessing. Hello, Illuminated Soul. Welcome once again to another high-frequency conversation at Umami Conversation. I am your amazing host, Agnes. And on today's episode, we have my soul sister, Navia. I get the privilege to sit with her, to be fed with her wisdom. Navia is on a sacred rebirth, and her life story will be manifesting itself in many forms, which will be in alignment with her life mission. This conversation is one of the forms that Navia's sacred rebirth took. In this conversation, we talk about where it all started for her, going on this soul rebirth, sacred rebirth, and it started in 2007, where she started hearing voices and literally started seeing her life flash before her eyes. We spoke about the importance of connecting with our inner child and how our inner child needs healing. We spoke about the inner laws and the laws of nature and how they are all one. We dived into what helped Navia in that journey. You know, I'm not going to spill all the beans. So just make sure that you tune in. Once again, stay all the way to the end. Don't forget to leave us comments. Reach out to us on our DMs. Enjoy this episode. Blessing. Navia, um, you've been on a journey. You've been on a very expansive journey. Yes. And to be honest, I'm, I'm just really glad that we get the opportunity to do this today together under yes. the, the full moon of Scorpio. Oh, yes. And eclipse season. Eclipse season too. But yeah. you know, and from what we're learning about this eclipse season, um, you know, this is a time to kind of like release and go and like, Break, you know, all of yes. that releasing and stuff. And I was just, it just got, it just hit me. I was like, you know what? I feel like this would be a really good release for Nadia. You know, like finally kind of opening up, being an introvert, opening oh. up, your story, um, sharing that journey and finding or connecting with your soul purpose. Um, and I think it's a journey that's like forever, right? <laughs> it is. It, it really is forever. It's, there's no deadline. There's uh, it's a journey. It's a life, you know. As long as you breathe, you're gonna go through them. I like that. As long as you breathe, as long as you breathe, because breath is everything. So 
let's get this party going. Like, tell me, like, where did it all start? Wow. I will say if I can pinpoint one, 2007. Mm. I will say 2007, it's when I really started asking myself the questions, you know, and being aware that there was someone else inside my physical body, mm. like a voice. And yeah, it was, uh, it was the beginning of a lot of uh, questioning, you know, unlearning and going crazy, as some people will say. <laughs> what do you mean by going crazy, though? Because then you realize that there's something that's happening inside of you that is outside of your physical body, and it cannot be touched, and it cannot be seen, and it cannot be explained because you don't have the conscience maturity to understand what's happening. So it's just happening. Everything is uh, opening up, you know. I really, I really want you to. We're gonna go. We're gonna come decortique as they say in French, <laughs> because because it's like right now you're speaking in codes. Okay, I want you to literally open up when you say everything is happening, uh, and when you say um, you said something else. Oh my god. Okay, let's start with that one. You said everything is happening. What is that everything? What do you mean by that? You start to see your life, you know? Because let's say 2007, I was, what, 21, 22? Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I'll do my calculation after, but I was around that age, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had lived a life that was pretty much a roller coaster, you know? Um, I had just came back from Africa. I had spent five years in Congo. You know, and those five years in Congo made me go through so many growth as a woman, you know, and I was forced to grow up fast. But I, um, you know, my inside, the little girl inside didn't have time to realize what was happening, you know. So when I say everything opened up in 2007, when I came back, it was the memories, the souvenirs, the family members, the actions that I've done, you know, life pretty much. It's like I didn't have to watch a movie anymore. I was. You were the movie. I was the drama, the comedy, the thriller. I was, my life was all of that, you know, so. Every day was new. Every day was uh, a new movie of my life. Your story, your of life. my story. Exactly. So basically, what was happening is that, like, basically, it, it, it's like, um, you know, when they when people like pass away, when people are like either they they're they're like on the verge, something happens, yeah, and they almost die. And they see their whole life. Like, oh my god, I just saw I just saw my whole life pass before me. (laughs) Was it that same experience that you had in two thousand seven? Was it something like that? Pretty much, yes. It was literally something like that on repeats, twenty four seven. And what did you do from there? Like, how did how how did that go? It was hard because at first, you know, you want to get the voice silenced. You know, you don't want to have to to go into that journey, you know, because at that point, now with the knowledge that I have, 
what was happening, it was my spirits calling my body to pay attention to what my soul had came here to do, mm. you know? And many, I've went through depression, you know, I went through drinking my way to sleep and not thinking, you know, to doing other stuff. But somehow that voice, it kept coming back. It kept coming, you know, in the middle of crowded place, the voice will come and I will just, my body will still be here, but my spirit will go like, I will be out of my body, you know. Could I ask you, could I literally ask you, what were you hearing? It's deeper than this. It's deeper than this, eh? You know, I was really that. You know, the reason why that I ask is because, as you know, like, you know, I grew up in a in a, in, in, in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, were, we went to church, but it became more serious, I guess, our Christianity, when um, in, like, my early 20s also. Um, it's funny, like me too, like, yeah, my early 20s, like 20, 20, 21, 22, where we dived into like Christianity deeper because of a family situation. So it kind of like led us into like more of like a Pentecostal church, which was a gang okay. church also, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I, when I first went to that church, like I was coolest of like spirituality and all that stuff. I didn't know jack about that. Yeah. Right? Um, I just know there was a God. I always had a, like, I was the type of person that always knew there was a higher being. Um, and, you know, when people say, oh, there wasn't, I never, I never nudged, you know, to me, mm-hmm. there, there was always something greater out there. Yes. Yes. And I remember as time went on and we're there and we're learning about like spirituality, literally now that I'm on the other side, no longer going to church. I'm learning about African spirituality. Mm-hmm. I'm recognizing a lot of similarities in the things that they taught us. Yes. And in that church, I remember there was a time where I, I personally would start hearing things. Like I would be, yeah. I, I would get like slain by the spirit. Girl, <laughs> if I tell you my stuff, <laughs> I was the, I was a girl like, Especially like when when there was like drums playing and they were playing the music mm-hmm. and stuff, my spirit, my being, would just like, whoosh, you know, like run to the front and I just do whatever that spirit wow. wanted. And I know there was this one time they asked that question: Is there anybody here that is hearing things? And for me, I was like, okay, is this something that I should tell them that I'm like hearing things? But the hearing. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was, how do I explain it? It was like an audible voice outside for me. It was like an internal hearing. And the internal Mm -hmm. hearing sometimes was telling me things, not about myself, but things about other people. Was that your inner voice, as we say, you know, that? At that point, I honestly don't know what it was, but the way that they were what what like I obviously went in the in the front and like you know and then what they're saying is that that is God speaking to you. This is God telling you that you have a gift. Obviously, in church, you're supposed to feed that gift that you like figure things out. Unfortunately for me, 
it went a bit sideways. It didn't really happen like that, you know, <laughs> to kind of like define that voice. So I was just wondering if for you, it was, if it was a similar type of voice, because I'm sure that there are other people that are things and maybe they're actually unsure of what the heck is going on. And as you said, you thought you were crazy or people thought you were crazy. They might be thinking that they are crazy also, yeah. but like, is it really craziness or is it you know, not? It's so beautiful because just yesterday I asked myself that question because I was at one point I was in the shower and I had like all the voices talking and I'm like, is this what we call schizophrenia or is it just all of you talking to you in order for you to make the best decision? You know, it's like having a little congress inside of you. Inside. And yeah. Uh, because, you know, when we go with mind, body, soul, or is it mind, spirit, and soul, you know? Or is it body, spirit, and soul? So I think we can't take none of them out. Because especially spirit, I feel I didn't add spirit to the whole mm. season because me, spirit is everything together. All of it. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. We, yeah, but because, one, you know, the one. way I felt is, like, you know, that inner child was asking me, it was my inner child asking me to dig deeper, you know, so to dig deeper into my past so I could free her. Because when you look at certain behaviors that we have in our adult life, uh, you know, most most of them are trauma response, you know. Most of them are done because of an action of a, or a reaction, you know. No one wakes up wake up one day and be like, you know what, today I'm going to be a drunk, you know. Uh, today, you know what, I'm going to yeah. hit the street and I'm going to become this or I'm going to become that, you know. It's always yeah. circumstances of life. So in my mm-hmm. case, a lot had happened to me like since my birth to where I was. So that voice, that first voice, I know it was my inner child asking me to free her. Because every time I wouldn't listen, I would rebel. Like in the outside, in the physical world, I would do crazy, crazy things, you know, like things that didn't match my sole purpose. Is it is it you rebelling or your inner child yeah. rebelling against you because you're it's not listening? Child. And it took me some time to understand that. It took me some time to understand that. Because yeah. So Navia, I don't know. Um, there might be people that don't even understand <laughs> this concept of inner child. Could you, for you, right? Like I, I think there's there's right now, especially like in spirituality, like you hear all of these oh, big yeah. words, you know, ascension oh, and inner child yes. and all of these things. But for you, what does your inner child mean? Like what does it represent for you in connection to your for soul? For me, the inner child is out. It's such a good question. I don't even know how to start it. It's the broken I don't want to say broken, but it's the um, it's that magic being that you were, you know, that magical being that you were as a child that was either forced to grow too fast, you know. So 
they're still at that stage of when the thing happened to them, you know, that's the inner child, when the first trauma happened. That's what I think. And you and get stuck in that, that. In that exactly. I guess that's why, like, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of times you hear people saying stuff like, oh, um, you might be like a 40-year-old woman, but you're in a child is like... Exactly. <laughs> okay, two might be. And I was it's reading so a book that was actually so talking about it, that it's uh, actually scientifically uh, proven, you know, that you stop aging at the age of your first trauma. You can put that in a good sense. You know, yeah. My inner child is four years old. Four years old. Four years, years old. How old is your It's age? funny that you say that because it's four of mine too. It's four years old too. Yeah. That's <laughs> Girl. Yeah. Girl. You know, you know, the thing is like not everybody on this planet understands the need of connecting to our soul purpose. I think a lot of time, especially as young children, when, when you talk about inner child, that soul purpose is actually quenched is actually damaged at a yes. very young age. And I think that's yes. why we have a lot of people in this world that are so lost, are so lonely, are, sorry to use this word, and it might be triggering, are suicidal or have committed um, suicide. Yeah, and it's so true. And, you know, when you go against the current, what happened? You know, when you look at nature, you know, Every time something goes against the flow of life, you know, it creates one, you know, it creates tension, chaos, you know, and that's what's happening with us here as human beings, you know. We are going against our soul's purpose and we are all working for collective that is not the main purpose, you see. Because that's when, you know, when you start to realize that the body is your vessel and you chose that body to be able to navigate this world, then you get to pay attention to what's inside that body, you know? Because I feel like we're so going with man-made laws and we don't take the time to listen to the internal laws of our body, the cycles of our body. Yeah. And that just makes us, you know, crazy animals. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. But so how did you get in connection with those inner laws? How did you know that there was, what led you towards that, you know, that knowledge of books. their inner laws? Books. I won't lie. Books. You know, having that calling, feeling, just having that feeling that, you know what? There's more to this, you know, there's more to this. I didn't grow up in a Christian or religious home at all. You know, I grew up in a home of go ahead and find out what you got to find out. Mm -hmm. So it led me to reading a lot of books, you know, like a mysterious book, as we could call, you know. Mm -hmm. And all those mysterious books led me to myself, Mm -hmm. you see. So I will a lot of time talk to myself or just have that feeling, that talk, you know. And I will walk outside and I will see something that will call me. Like, 
book, you know, or I will turn on the TV and they will have a documentary on Nostradamus, for example, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I will listen to the documentary and then it led me to another book and, you know, just questioning yourself and then tapping into what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you feel at ease, you know. And for me, it was really uh, my natal chart also. Mm-hmm. Knowing about the planets and the impact of all of that mm-hmm. and taking the time, but just taking those moments where you're like by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, just stillness, stillness, yes, stillness. Yeah. I think stillness is definitely a big one, you know, it's scary, yeah. it is scary, it is, it is very scary because sometimes you hear things within yourself that you're not expected to hear. And that's where you start asking all of these 10,000 questions. You know, I feel like we live in a, in, a, in a society where it's like, you can't ask questions. Why are you asking all these questions? Even as a child, you know, children, they're always like, da-da-da-da, this, 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 this. It's like, yo, stop asking all these questions, you know? Like, you're a child, like, shut up, you know? But and it's like... We need to ask those questions in order to grow as people. It is so crucial. And um, last year I did this program and um, this coaching program. And one of the things that the the main leader, he's called Bob Proctor, may soul rest in peace. He said that when he started, uh, you know, creating this work that he's, he's done for so many years, he realized, or some, I think maybe his mentor told him that people don't think, you know, he's like, I said something, mentor, mentor, that's something that everybody needs in life. Why? Because if you look at societies back, you know, before, even us, you know, African descendants, we all have elders, you know, Mm. you learn from elders. Mm. You know, if you look at the the male Malian empire, like every family had a gift and it would go from generation to generation. You didn't have to go elsewhere to learn something. You learned it from you. And I think that helped people a lot, you know, but something something definitely happened where we got disconnected, you know, and now... happened. Exactly. You said it. I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> Colonization happened. You know, yeah. Christianity happened. Mm-hmm. You know, all <laughs> this. All this. Organized religion happened. Yeah. It's really- and, and that's the thing. And, it, and as you said, like, I feel like that also forced us to go against the laws of nature. Yeah. And, and and the laws of nature are in alignment with lo- the laws that are within us, like what you're stating, right? Because we are nature. We come from nature. You know, there's this, um, I think in quantum physics, they say that we are stardust. You know, there is, when you look into the human, there is particles of stardust in us. Stardust, yeah. So if there is all of this in us, so why won't we just connect with where that stardust is from it's from the cosmos it's in nature you know mama gaia it's it's out there it's there it's and we are part of that and it's just crazy when you when you start thinking about that you know and you start to see the manipulation of uh 
it's even beyond the government. It's beyond, you know, I don't think we will one day tap into it, but mm. it brings me to the collectiveness of our mind as human beings here on Earth, you know. Because if they say we create our own reality with our mind, so are we all part of this reality that we see, that we live in, you know? What role did we play in that? It's interesting you say because yesterday I was watching, I was on Instagram, eh? And um, there's this girl I follow on Instagram. Let me see if I can find her name. I don't want to say her name wrong or her brand. I don't know what, if that's her actual name or like maybe just the name of her brand. Um, it's plain, but it's on Instagram. She's called Swiri Nyar Kano. So it's like Swiri underscore Nyar underscore Kano. I recently started following her and I haven't necessarily gotten into depth of what, where she's from. I feel like she's from the East because of her accent. <laughs> Um, but she was stating something about witchcraft and what she was explaining she did two videos so the first videos was kind of explaining what is witchcraft and then the second video that she did she was talking about the collective mind and how that is how you tap into what what the europeans call as witchcraft Mm. and she was explaining how like Whatever that the collective mind agrees on or think of is what is. That's why a lot of times when you're thinking, you know, sometimes you're just there and you're like just thinking about something or about someone. And then all of a sudden the person just like pops up and you're like, oh, yo, you were just in my mind, you know? And some people call it like telepathy or, or whatnot, right? But it's that energy. It is. And it's the force and. You know, I'm taking a class right now where I'm learning exactly about the laws of um, the universe, you know? Yeah. Because the main, the main main law, which is the law of duality that we all believe here as human, that we all, you know, you know, duality and, you know, all that, but those are man-made. And that's how they're able to control our mind for the collective of the... Well, with the matrix that we're living in now. But if we tap into the law of polarity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we become magical being, and this none of that you, me, black, white, uh, you know, this, that, it's just, it's as simple as it is. It's very complex because we have to unlearn so much, you know? Yeah. And that's what, you know, this world needs. It's a reset. It's, it's a total reset. I thought 2020 was like a good time to reset because we were in stillness. There wasn't a lot going on. But you know what? I'm Now, when I look back at 2020, what I'm realizing now is that as much as some people took advantage of that time, I think it also damaged a lot. I feel like right now, the way that the, our society is going, I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird because you hear so much. There's always some one madness after another you know there's always one person doing the stupidest thing to another human being and it's like you're not realizing that just because your skin tone is a bit lighter than the other person you're not realizing that you actually just killed your brother 
that's the thing. It's showing us. I feel for me, 2020 was, wow, it was my internal reset. Because 2020 is really when I had the opportunity to go deep. So I cried pretty much like all 2020, 2021. You know, it was crying on learning, learning, essay error, you know. And I was also able to observe or observe the, the world, how everything was going with the news, with the laws and the madness of our mm. political leaders, you know. Mm. And it made me realize that, you know what, they showed us, they showed us that it's a mad, it's a mad show. It's a, yeah. nobody knows what they're doing, you know. Yeah. Nobody knows. And it's, everybody has the opportunity to do their sole purpose, you know, to live through their life mission. And yeah, I feel like that for me, it gave me fuel, you know, we watch 2023 now, you know, we've met in 2020, you know, during that retreat, during that pandemic. So for us and all the women that were there, it was a reset, you know, that was a trial. Exactly. Internal reset. And now we just, Back back to the subject of finding your soul purpose. <laughs> um, how did you navigate like challenges, challenges and obstacles um, along this journey? Um, and could you also share maybe with us like a little, like how did you navigate and the tools or practices that um, that were helpful? I know that you mentioned that books opened you up. But yeah. apart from books, like, how did you stay connected to your higher self? Like, well, you know, the journey towards discovering my soul, therapy was the first thing okay. that I did in 2020, actually, you know. I had my first therapeutic session. I had, like, maybe eight sessions. Just to understand, because I like to understand, you know. I like to know. Uh, and understanding that perspective, the medical Western perspective was important towards my discovering my soul purpose, you know, because the fact that I'm here, Navia, you see, my people can touch me, people can see me, but there's also my soul that no one knows that even me, I'm finding, you know, because, you know, when you realize that you're doing jobs after jobs, going to school, living the life, the material life, but you're not fulfilled inside, it's because you're going against your soul purpose, you know? So you need to uh, try to find out. So for me, I had to find out the first way through therapy, you know, to understand traumas, because all my life as an African girl, it was like, ah, little Thomas exists, but she knew, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you talking about You eating? You have food in the fridge. You have clothes on your back. I supply everything. Every one of your needs are supplied. About trauma, you know. <laughs> so living the first twenty years of your life, telling yourself I'm not normal, I should be able to uh, uh, keep my job, you know, keep why I'm not able to. So you're like, am I not normal? But thank God we live in Canada, you know. You have those accents, you know. You you know, you talk to certain people and they're like, oh, you should consult. Oh, you should go. And, you know, you go and 
it opens a little door but for me it wasn't enough i was like okay i understand 3d dimension i have this um the my polar but i forgot even the diagnostic they gave me um disorder yeah trouble disorder that something like that borderline personality disorder (laughs) you know so i understood that i'm like okay so here on earth physically what I do, like my actions, switching job, not being uh, stable emotionally, it's seen as that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, but deep down inside, I felt like there's more. There's you know? more. There's more. So I had my little phase, Christian phase, you know, because mm-hmm. two of my sisters are uh, Christian, the Seventh-day Adventists. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at their life and we all from the, we don't have the same mother, but we, you know, we're raising the oh, same household. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, how come they can, you know, good thing, we're very open with my sister. So we have conversation, debates and all that. So they started sending me information. I started to read, uh, the, mm-hmm. but it didn't connect. You know, there was a lot of things I was like, but mm, that doesn't make sense. How can Paul, Paul write about someone that he didn't see or he wasn't there? Like that's his interpretation. Exactly. And something was just clicking when they were like, oh, uh, we are uh, sons of uh, Abraham. Mm. You know, and I was like, okay, sister, can you tell me which chapter I can go and read about Abraham? Okay. Mm. So I go and I read. I'm like, but this guy actually just went, sat down, meditated, and received the message. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why can't I? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, why can't mm-hmm. I do the same thing? Why do I have to follow him? Mm-hmm. And you know, the spirit sending me the message through uh, Bible uh, messages, you know, pastors and my own thinking, mm-hmm. you know. And then I, dug, I dig deeper out through the Kabbalah mm-hmm. to understand the mystery of uh, this whole Jesus Christianity. Mm-hmm. How come there's so much impact, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that before I was uh, into Hinduism, I start seeing a lot of correlation. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. This is this is like okay. And something, I swear, one day I was taking a shower, and I was doing some breath work, mm-hmm. and I had a vision. You know, I was out of my body, mm-hmm. and that's when my rebirth happened. That's when what? Say that again. My rebirth. That's when I felt that I died. You know, and I was. Reborn again when it was empty, it was like there was nothing. I had to build from scratch, you know. (laughs) I I had to build everything from scratch. So, since that and learning the Kito Chong, like one day I remember my friend introduced me to um, this YouTuber, you know, Mm -hmm. that was talking about uh, spirituality and uh, natal charts and. The Bible as being a grimoire, okay, like um, spell book. A spell book, okay. And that that did something inside of me. I'm like, yes, I always knew there was something There's more something. to this whole story of the twelve this disciple and all this mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. it became very eye opening to me. And when I did my natal charts, I started to understand a lot of uh, things about mm-hmm. my past 
about my family just here on earth. Wow. So, yeah. Um, for me, honestly, a natal child is like a blueprint, you know? It's, a, it's, it's your blueprint. You have that. And from time to time, it's good to go and look yes. just to better understand and to better guide you. Yeah. It's a, it's a guide. It's not something to swear on or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a guide towards your finding yourself. So from what you shared, you went through a few, you, you, how would I say, you explored <laughs> um, a few things in order to navigate the challenges and obstacles that you were facing. So it started off with therapy and then you dived into Christianity and yes. then you dived into Kabbal. Yeah. And then, well, and before that, you were into Hinduism, as you mentioned, like exactly. before, before the rebirth. Before so the rebirth. Do you, from what you're saying, do you feel like when you dived into like reading about the Bible, asking those questions that you asked, then going into the Kabbalah and really seeing, like, I guess, um, breaking down the numbers and, 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 and just, you know, kind of breaking down this... Um, this religion, I would say, called Christianity um, or Judaism, I don't know, <laughs> whichever. Yeah, they're the same. <laughs> you know, um, breaking that down, are you saying is that breaking point that your rebirth happened? So the Bible has to has something to do with it? Definitely. And it's really yes definitely and when i say the bible had something to do with it it's the bible when you're ready to because i do believe that it is a spell book i do believe that the bible is about you your story you know and the only way i was able to come to that it's when i remove what every a preacher was saying or every religion was saying, you know? And that's when I spoke to one of my friends in Kenya, a Rasta man, mm-hmm. and he told me, you know what? And he started talking to me about the 12 tribe of Israel and mm-hmm. um, I had to read the Bible, King James by myself with no one. So that's when I started going. And honestly, you know, when you call for clarity, for wisdom, before you open anything, before you do anything. I sincerely believe that the knowledge opens up to you, you know, and it's all start making sense. And that's how I start reading the Bible. Like just that Genesis part, you know, when they say before there was nothing, it was darkness. I'm like, okay, but inside of me, it's darkness. So the light is beyond the darkness. So keep digging, girl. Keep keep going. Keep going through the darkness. Don't stop, you know, because after the darkness, it's creation. You know, it's creation. Those seven days. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking right now and I'm shivering because I'm like, we are 2023, year seven. Year seven. And I started that discovering in 2020. With the whole genesis and understanding in the beginning, there was nothing like a sufla. Yeah. And so it's this all... is your third year. Yeah. 
And number it's three is also a, a big bear. Also a significant number. So right now, in this present moment, are you still into natal charts, Bible reading, or have you moved on to um, something else in order to walk into that sole purpose of yours? No, I'm still in all of that. I'm pretty much, I'm still in the awareness of me in mm. the planets where I am, in planet Earth, you know. It's it's deep and it's really hard to put into words, but I use the tools that I have here in order to guide me and keep me aligned, you know. Yeah. And... Um, like, I think we're talking about that. I was like, sometimes I feel like listening to gospel music and I will put gospel music and I will feel it to my soul, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I will feel good. Yeah. And I remember before I would listen to the gospel music and try to change the world and be like, no, no, that's not it. But now it's not even about that. You know, it's really about how you feel, you know? Yeah, I use everything that is aligned with my purpose, that is aligned with the universe, you know? And I'm learning so much. You know what? What you just said just hit me right now. I used to go to this church, okay, that encouraged us to listen to the preacher man, like the, 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 the president of the church, like the one that started off this church. He had like books and stuff and they, and they really wanted us to focus on only his messages and not on anything and else. Kind of cultic, but. Yes. But what you just, what you just said has made me understand that you cannot find all of the answers to your, um, to the expansion of your humanity through one thing. Of course, of course. And that's the biggest lie they told us. That's the biggest lie they told us. Because they tell us to just stick to the Bible. Everything else is evil, you know? Like, just, uh, like, like, that's how I grew. I I grew Mm -hmm. up. Like, stick to this because anything else that you're going to learn outside of this is not from God. But at the same time, or it's not from the divine, but then at the same time, when you look at God, omnipresent is everywhere <laughs> but you can only read it through this Bible. this little book <laughs> that's been translated and retranslated and changed and transformed mm. and, and modified and all of these things and i'm just like there must be for me i think that's the thing there must be some truth elsewhere there must be some truth somewhere that we're not tapping into Right. And for me, astrology um, and my needle, I, I only I always knew that I was a Sagittarius since like elementary. Yeah. So astrology has always been part of my my world, you know, mm-hmm. and back in the days, like we didn't really we just I don't even know how we got to like know that at such a young age in elementary. Well, but it was everywhere in those magazines. In the magazines. You know yes, exactly. <laughs> so we used to like me and my girls like. Debbie was part of it. You know, we would read like our little horoscopes and like, regardless of if it made sense or didn't make sense to us, it was just like a cool thing to do. Right. And I think for me, it's not until once again, like 2020, when I started to kind of revisit those parts of me. um, and, And, you know, for me, 
like this this whole journey of me trying to find and I'm still on as you said, we're still on this journey of, of connecting with our soul purpose and finding it and, mm-hmm. and living it, right? I always was fascinated by like um I remember the uh, in school the teachers would tell us, Oh yeah, an eclipse, there's an eclipse that's happening and this and and you know, I'll go outside and like stare at the sky and I'm like waiting for the eclipse to happen. <laughs> you know? I'm waiting for like the, the blue moon and I'm waiting to yeah. see like the the, 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 the red like uh, when the sun and the moon connects and it's red. Like to, I was yes. very fascinated by these things, but it's not until now that I ever understood, okay, why I've always been so fascinated. Because it is something that for me in my journey that I needed. Yeah. And just like you said that you're still using all of the things that you've accumulated, all of the knowledge, all of the the, the guides, you're still using them because for you on your soul purpose journey, those are the 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 use the word guides. Okay, the guides yeah. that you need. Exactly. You know? And I think that for every single person, we each have what fuels us, what feeds that soul of us. of ours you know what guides that soul of ours to that divine purpose of ours and it breaks my heart that sometimes we limit ourselves so much i do understand that there is there is there are low vibrational entities yes in every single thing Mm -hmm. that i totally understand and no matter what you do is going to be there it's been there from the beginning of time low vibrational and energies or people, mm-hmm. whatever is going to be there. Yeah. But the more that you connect to your high vibration, you will be able to identify whatever that is low and that does not need exactly. to be part of you. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, test all spirits. Test all spirits. I, was, I love that. Why would scripture say that? You know? Why? Because not all spirits are good, man. Not, not all spirits are connected to you. Not all spirits are part of your journey. Exactly. Same. Not all. And I think it's so important for me that one of the reasons, you know, when when my spirit led me to start this uh, season um, or theme it, talking about the mind, the body, and the soul, it was important, especially for the soul for me, is because the more I grow within myself, the more I'm realizing that the soul is me. Yes. It is me at my core. The soul is my story. Yes. The soul is what I've carried from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to to now this generation. Mm -hmm. Right? And it carries all of our stories. It carries all of every single thing about us is within that soul. And when we do not connect with that inner part of us, it's a it's 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 a recipe for disaster. It is, it is, it really is. But it's so beautiful that you know, and I hope your listeners will really understand that the journey of a soul, like you said, it's from generation to generation to generation. It's to finding out why that soul reincarnated in this body, in this time, in this now, what are you here to do and do it? Because anything else that you came and find out here, laws, this, 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 and that, it's all man-made, you know? 
if you walk into your power, if you walk into your purpose, there's nothing that can stop you. You know, like literally nothing can stop us as human beings, which is two words, you know. We are being in a human form. So, come on. Come on. If all those people tapping into that and they're doing what they're doing, if you look at all those empires, all those monarchy, you know, they know that. If you look at all those secret societies, they know that. They know that, yeah. They know it. That's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, that's what they're doing. And I don't believe that they're trying to stop us from doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just that we're being comfortable letting them do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because so many things have changes, changed to control us, you know, yeah. we're just okay. But if we change and we stop, I'm sorry, I love everything that has to do with food and holistic, holistic eating. So it's very important, one of the first thing into clearing the path to finding your soul purpose, it's what do you put inside of you, you know? Mm. What do you eat? How do you eat, you know? And not just food, but food for thought. Oh, I love Erica Maduka. I have to, to say that. <laughs> not just regular food, you know, but food for thought. Because that only will open the door, you know, for you to tap into your soul and find your purpose, why you came here as, you know, Ama, a woman from Ghana, you know, Navia, a woman from Congo. You know, just two days ago, my because I'm seeing an ancestral therapist, I can call her like that, a holistic healer. And she told me something. She's like, you need to go into your lineage from your father's side and look at all the names, get all the names, get all the stories if you can, and connect. You will find your soul. You know, it's funny you say this because I was actually, uh, while you were talking, I was looking for, um, you know, we we both listened to the conversation that 19 mm-hmm. Keys had with um, Kaba Kamini, if mm-hmm. I'm saying his name right. And I can't remember the number that he he, he said. There, there was a part where there's a, madam, a mathematical calculation mm-hmm. of how many ancestors... Mm-hmm resides within us wow okay you know what that that we or or how many ancestors that that came that that is the existed before mm-hmm. we came and the fact that you're talking about how she how your 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 um, ancestral therapist told you to go through your lineage in order to find that but that's the thing we take away we put away what those that came mm-hmm. before us we forget yeah. We forget that their veins, like in our veins, mm-hmm. their blood runs through our, our veins. No matter what you try no to do, no, no matter once, no matter what. I'm sorry for all of those that that might be afraid when we talk about like ancestors, but your ancestors live inside of you. They do. They live inside of you. They live around you. They are with you. They are you. They are in you. They they are, and we cannot. There is nothing that you could do about nothing. it. I'm sorry. Just get to know them. Get to know who's who. Just get to know them. You know, and 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 you know, and and there's there's secrets, and there's there's answers. Yes. In knowing your ancestry. Yes. 
Yes. In knowing what did your grandmother do or your great grandmother do or your great, 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 great mm -hmm. aunt, great, 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 you know, four months, like whatever there is stories yes. within there. Yes, totally. It's so true. And there are things that we are living right now that is the manifestation of something they did or something they wanted, want whether good or exactly. bad. Exactly. And that's, it's so important what you just said. Because, you know, we want to claim our ancestors, but before we claim them, we need to do what you just said, you know, and then get to know who's who. Who are the good ones? Who are you aligned with, you know? Because definitely, like, I'll give uh, my example, you know, all my life, my dad and I, we had a lot of aquashas, you know, like, it's never peaceful, you know? At some point, I feel like I'm his child, I'm his wife, I'm everything, you know? It's very <laughs> disturbing, like, one of the most disgusting, disturbing relationships that I ever had with him. But every time I trying to push this person away from me, somehow, some way, there's always a connection that comes. And it's yesterday that I learned that it's because we are in the same space. You know, mm. it's like, you know, when we when you realize that we've been, my dad and I, we've been in the same space from generation to generation, from generation to generation, you know, always coming back coming back, coming back. And when I was explaining the situation with him now, I was told that he's refusing to do the work. He understands. But me, I came on this earth knowing what I had to do. Like, Alma, I'm telling you from the moment I stepped, I gave my first breath, I knew I knew I was an old soul. I knew I came here to break things, to move people, you know, to bring people into, like, transformation, you know. Knowing that without knowing when you're young, it's, it's very damaging because people are going to try to push you down, going to shut you down. You're asking too much questions. What are you talking about? That's witchcraft. Ah, nah, nah, nah. Asking too much question about your grandmother. Why you want to know us? And us African, we don't have history. Can you imagine that yesterday I asked my cousin if she knew the name of uh, Arrière Grammaire? And she did not know. And, no, and she told me that, you know what? You're the first person since I'm here on this planet that asked me the name. That ever asked me. It's like, and we start laughing. It's like she's a Jesus. She just came. Grandmother came. She birthed those kids. My dad was one of them. But beyond that, we don't anything. You see, we, don't, we have no story. But that's just, I've lost track of where I was going without this. <laughs> but yeah, just to, you know, to know that some souls will be aware of their purpose. And they will choose not to go towards healing themselves to live their purpose, you know. And sometimes, like for my dad, being aware of it, he will do everything to stop me from doing the work of revealing the truth, you know. His soul will always be irritated every time I'm doing the work towards 
enlightenment if I can use that that word, you know. So just breaking breaking those generational curses. Yeah, exactly breaking, but it's not everybody you know, that wants just to break breaking. That, you know, it's not everybody. No. It's not everybody. And that's when we have to know well, there's want to stop, you know, want to stop. We can't force people to the to the point of wanting to break the generation to the lines exactly. What advice would you give um, our listeners today? Um, maybe somebody who was seeking to embark on a journey, you know, on their own journey towards the sacred rebirth um, and aligned with their soul purpose. Um, yeah, what advice would you give? You know, the best advice to someone that's that had those questions like we had, you know, all our life, it would be to before you go on and start talking to everyone and everybody, silence yourself. Silence yourself, you know. I feel like if I had done that, we could have prevented a lot of things, but everything happens for a reason. Everything mm-hmm. happened for a reason. That was your journey. That was my journey. But an advice that I will give people, especially in this day and time, everything that's happening, and I'm sorry to say it again, with Pluto going into Aquarius for the next 20-some years of a life, I will ask you to silence yourself and just maybe go research a little bit what Pluto was at previous, what does it do. And if you feel like it's speaking to you and it's you have more questions, then you know what? Talk to the spirits, talk to yourself. Answers always come when we spend time inside, you know, inside, yeah. Sis, <laughs> I mean, we could go on. <laughs> we could definitely we go, could on, go on, but yeah. honestly... Um, I am. It's funny because I, I didn't think the conversation would go where it went. I had a, I had a different thought of where it would go, but I just love <laughs> where it went. We touched based on so much, Navia, and I am so grateful for your life. Um, I know we didn't mention it in the beginning, but Navia is my soul yes. sister. Um, as she mentioned, we we met in 2020, and we didn't even physically meet. We just saw each other on on the camera. And we just kind of like fell in love with each other like that. We didn't even, we even talk. Like it was just like, yeah, it was divine. divine. Okay. <laughs> it was divine. Like, I, it was divine. You know, there's something that you see, that's what we mean when you pay attention and you just listen. When you listen, listen, you just know the answers are always there. The answers are, are available to yeah. you. And if you don't know what to do now i'm like looking at my own journey and i'm realizing when i actually started asking the questions the answers came to me yes you know like my first step was i started seeing things i went to initially i was asking i was talking to my pastor and then i was telling her listen i feel like my spirit is telling me to do these things but i know it's not really like churchy but this is it talking i was talking to her about yoga and stuff and you know what she told me and this is the last thing I'm going to share before we end this. Um, where I was on, on this journey. And she told me, go and do research. I don't want to tell you anything about yoga. I want you to go mm-hmm. and do your own research. Because she had her own understanding okay. of it. And when I want to do my own research that should have or could have turned me off, it led me into even wanting to know more. Because I found out that... Um, there was this thing called Kemetic yoga mm. that our forefathers, Kemet and Kemet, yeah. old e- ancient Egypt, did yoga. Yes. 
and there's a name for it. Sorry, I don't, I can't remember the name. And I was like, for real, for real, black folks do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and and for me, that is where I realized that wherever I'm going, whatever whatever my spirit is leading me towards, or my soul, my body, my mind is leading me towards. I'm just going to keep yes. going there. Yes. You know, and I took a decision to leave the church, leave religion, and just go. And it's a scary journey. Yes. It is scary. Yes. It is full of, like, unknown. You don't know what the heck is happening to you half of the time. But in it, keep asking those questions and keep being in silence. Yes. And those that need to be around you to support you, they will manifest themselves and you will know it's them. And I know he said we're finishing, but just one book. I felt because this whole conversation, there's only one book I have in my head. It's The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Because if you read, if you read that book and you understand the book, then you're ready for the journey within yourself. Because that's the book. That's the book for anyone <laughs> that wants to do the journey. Yeah. yeah. So before I let you go, Navia, um, there is something that I, I, I love doing with my guests is asking them three random questions. Okay. <laughs> um, so my first question to you is, what's your favorite emoji? I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I do have one this Either what's your favorite emoji, or if you were an emoji, what would it be, or what would you look like? Right now, I have a confused face <laughs> because yes, I'm always looking at people and like observing. Yeah, the so curious face. Like confused. Yeah, confused. Like, did you really do that? Do you really take like that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. What music are you bumping to or podcast you're tuning into? Mm-hmm. One or the other. Well, podcasts, uh, I have 19 kids right now. We have him right now, you know. Happy birthday yeah. to him. <laughs> yes, yes. Bless all the yes. return, 19 keys. We like this guy. We like this brother. Yeah, we do. We really do. He's um, opening us up. High level conversations, definitely, yeah. and that's what we're trying to be. You know, that's what we are. That's what you. You know what I'm saying? That's what we that's are. Yeah, yeah. You know, umami conversation. Come on, for the yeah, ladies. We're trying, to, we're trying to. We're working on getting on that high level. Too. <laughs> and my last question is actually for you to pick a number from one to seven, and I'll answer the question. For Five. Five. Okay. If you could have any superpower, but it had to be completely useless. <laughs> What would it be? <laughs> Smoking as much weed without damaging my brain cells. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> there you go, people. <laughs> there you have it. That is your superpower. I love it. I love it. I love it, Navia. Um, Thank so you Navia, so I'm much. You are working. You're so welcome. I know that you're working on a few things. Um, is there, like, do you want to share on, you know, what you can, you don't have to, what you're working on, um, what you're looking at putting out in the world so that if ever people want to connect with you, are you open to be connected? You know? I'm working on myself, you know, and 
working on myself will benefit all. And you know, like I want to do everything that's aligned with me. I'm definitely someone that's of service to others, you know, and as much as it could be into holistic eating, you know, food, creating a safe space with my girls, you know. You already yeah, know that one project coming up. So yeah, it's definitely going to be in that field. Me becoming open to all of you. Well, my dear Navia Katende. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was, um, this was beautiful. This was amazing. All right. Let's Thank you for tuning in today. We encourage you to continue the conversation in our community of open-minded women. And we appreciate your support and feedback. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media at Instagram, Umami Conversation, or through our website at agnesapia.com. So until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep embracing the power of storytelling and mindfulness. Blessings.